0: Engaging sermons on the most urgent problem of our day and what you can do about it. Now, the End Abortion Podcast by Priests for Life. A reading from the letter of St. Paul to the Galatians. Brothers and sisters, may I never boast except in the cross of our Lord Jesus Christ, through which the world has been crucified to me and I to the world. For neither does circumcision mean anything, nor does uncircumcision, but only a new creation. Peace and mercy to all who follow this rule, and to the Israel of God. From now on, let no one make troubles for me, for I bear the marks of Jesus on my body. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with your spirit, brothers and sisters. Amen. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. You are my inheritance, O Lord. You are my inheritance, O Lord. Keep me, O God, for in you I take refuge. I say to the Lord, my Lord are you. O Lord, my allotted portion in my cup. You it is who hold fast my lot. You are my inheritance, O Lord. I bless the Lord who counsels me. Even in the night my heart exhorts me. I set the Lord ever before me. With him at my right hand I shall not be disturbed. You are my inheritance, O Lord. You will show me the path to life, fullness of joys in your presence, the delights at your right hand forever. You are my inheritance, O Lord. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Glory to you, O Lord. At that time Jesus answered, I give you praise, Father, Lord of heaven and earth. For although you have hidden these things from the wise and the learned, you have revealed them to the childlike. Yes, Father, such has been your gracious will. All things have been handed over to me by my Father. No one knows the Son except the Father. And no one knows the Father except the Son, and anyone to whom the Son wishes to reveal him. Come to me, all you who labor and are burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am meek and humble of heart. And you will find rest for yourselves, for my yoke is easy, and my burden light. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Well, it is the Feast of St. Francis, 13th century. He was a deacon. He didn't go on to become a priest. He was very, very reverent towards priests, uh, very, very devoted to the Eucharist, which, of course, as Catholics, we all are and must be. But so overwhelmed with awe, it seems, was he at these mysteries that he did not dare take upon himself that, that calling and, well, ultimately because it wasn't his calling, he became a deacon instead. And one of the things, aside from, of course, all the things that St. Francis is known for, one of the things we can reflect on on this feast is uh, the important role of the order of deacons within the church. Deacons are clergy, they're members of the clergy, and yet not with the call of priests uh, to uh, consecrate the Eucharist or bring the forgiveness of sins in the sacrament of penance, and yet they do preach and baptize. The word deacon means a servant, and of course we know the humility of St. Francis and his service, his love of creation, about which I also want to say something, The role of the deacon, the word means servant, is to serve in charity the people of God in the world. Proclaim to them the word of God's love and then show that love in concrete actions. Deacons continue to be an important order within the church, an order of the clergy, and of great service. And in my work in the pro-life movement, I oversee and coordinate the movement of deacons for life in close association with priests for life, because the service of the most vulnerable, who are the children in the womb, the most discriminated against and victimized, the children in the womb, that service to them exemplifies service to the poor. They, those children, are the poorest of the poor, the weakest of the weak, the most marginalized of the marginalized. No one can claim to be standing up for the vulnerable or serving the poor if they're ignoring the, the children in the womb. And deacons certainly are not ignoring them, and the Deacons for Life movement has been a sign of that within the church. I want to thank all deacons, and may we take inspiration from St. Francis, who had that humble spirit of service. Now, we congratulate and wish well today all the Franciscans, and I say all because there are many different varieties of Franciscan inspired communities within the church, including lay Franciscans, and we, we send our, our uh, best wishes and prayers to all of you as you celebrate this special feast today. May you. Drink even more deeply of the spirit of St. Francis. Friends, one of the aspects of that spirit, and we know because we do the blessing of animals today, and we're going to do it tonight in a special broadcast at nine p m. Eastern on these channels. So so tune in if you can, and have your pets there with you because we're going to extend a special blessing to you and to them. St. Francis loved creation. He wrote poetry uh, about it. He, uh, Preached to all creation. And you know, in the scriptures, we read in Psalm 19, for example, and in Romans chapter 1, how creation, by its power, by its beauty, by the intelligence which is obviously embedded in it, we see a reflection of God. Creation preaches silently, if you will, about God, whether it's the power of the mountains or waterfall or the lightning or the beauty of the stars at night, whatever it is. Creation, the creation of human life, the human body. Science is still probing the depths of knowledge about the human body, right? It's amazing. The intelligence that's embedded in creation is a reflection of the intelligence of God. And the book of Genesis tells us that in creating everything, God found it very good Okay, so we don't buy into that ancient heresy that material things are bad, spiritual things are good. No, all things that God created, material and spiritual, are good. They can all, material and spiritual, be used for evil by the evil intent of the user, but in and of themselves they're good. Not only does God pronounce them good, but he gives us, human beings who are the crowning of his creation, dominion over the rest of creation. Inanimate objects, and we get to make podiums like this and the cameras that are bringing this broadcast. And as well as the animals, we are to tend for them, care for them. We have some of them as pets. And we also are authorized to use animals as our food. God gives us this dominion, and that's one of the ways in which we human beings are made in the image and likeness of God. In other words, in the image and likeness of the one who has dominion over everything, including human life, image and likeness, we have dominion over the creatures that are under us in that hierarchy of creation. We don't have dominion over human life, however, like God, only God does. And that's why we have to respect and protect it. We have to also respect and protect creation, but not as a some kind of a... God or goddess in and of itself. We have to respect creation in its relationship to human life. When Pope Francis wrote his encyclical about the environment, he put in the title of it, Our Common Home. The environment needs to be kept safe. Because it is the place human beings inhabit. And Pope Francis indicates that everything is interconnected. He says very clearly in that document, that you can't be concerned about endangered species and you know the smallest kind of creatures in the environment. You can't consistently have a concern about that and a lack of concern for human embryos, human life in its tiniest, most vulnerable stage at the beginning. It's all interconnected, yet unfortunately with political dementia of various kinds and insanity, we see some people going around insisting that the most vulnerable creatures in the environment be protected, except for the vulnerable human beings, there, pro environment and pro abortion. Sorry, folks, but that's an indication of sickness. Okay, it's not just a, it's more than a contradiction. It's a very deep disturbance of soul and perversion of humanity, when you are taking a position in favor of the killing of babies and then go around saying you're concerned about the environment. Please spare us the sickness. Okay, spare us that. The Lord calls us to a consistent love of creation. And St. Francis, indeed, exhibits that and preaches that. So again, join us tonight at 9 p.m. for the the blessing of the pets, blessing of the animals, and more reflections about St. Francis. The deacon, the servant, the lover of the poor, lover of human life, lover of all creation, consistent and holy servant of Jesus the Lord of life. Blessings once again to all who follow the Franciscan spirit. God bless. This has been the End Abortion Podcast. To learn more, to help end abortion, and to connect with us on social media, visit endabortion.net.